The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Force has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. to everyone around the world, and a world welcome to another edition of Veritas, where we uncover the truth, one guest at a time. For those of you who dare to seek, Veritas is the place where you shall find. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members. As always, you are keeping Veritas alive. Tonight, one more time, we stay in our core topic, UFOs, and our guest is another crusader for disclosure. This man puts his money where his mouth is and has been instrumental in pushing the Brazilian government to disclose what they know. Tonight's special guest is A.J. Gavard. A.J. is in Curitiba, Brazil, and will be with us shortly. I have received a lot of positive feedback about last week's show with Dr. Brooks Agnew. What a fascinating interview that was. His outlook reminds me of Robert Morningsky. And speaking of Robert Morningsky, not to be confused with Robert Morningstar, he will be on Veritas once again very soon. In addition, we are working together on something. Can we call it Veritas Vision Quest? Maybe. I'll let you know once I can provide more details. And I'm currently broadcasting from the International UFO Congress in Laughlin, Nevada, and have met some of you and the distinguished panel of speakers. 
I will give you more information of my experience during next week's show. And what a great time this is to be a very desk member. I know times are tough, but how much is a piece of candy these days? For only 20 cents per day or $7 per month, you can have access to all our shows, 65 so far, and all our feature shows, the Magic Core Forum and the Veritas chat room. And when I say that my interaction with you does not end with Veritas, it only begins, I really mean it. Drop by the forum and I can tell you, it's not the kind of forum you may be expecting. And once again, I'm putting a call out to bloggers who want to collaborate with your news to the Veritas blog. Get in touch with me, we will review your blog and we'll give you access to our blog and we'll give you credit if we mention your stories on the air. So get in touch with me and include the words blogger on the subject of your email. And a number of you have contacted me asking me if I would broadcast via XM Sirius satellite radio. I haven't considered it, but may entertain it. Get in touch with them and tell them you want XM Sirius to carry Veritas. The power to make this done lies with you. And one last thing before we go to tonight's guest. I'm looking to revamp our website. Remember when we conducted the Veritas video contest? Well, I'm starting the same with a new website. As you know, what you see and what you hear is done by me and my expertise is very limited. So if you are a web designer and would like to provide your services and revamp our website with a slicker look, this is your opportunity. I don't have that many resources to give you, but I will give advertising to the finalists and to the winner. You will choose the winner. When I say you, in the audience, will choose the winner. You will vote for the best website design. Get in touch with me again, mail at veritasshow.com, and let me know if you're interested. I will start posting instructions shortly. And now, get ready to go to South America, Brazil, and deep inside the Amazon forest to discuss some of the most important UFO cases Brazil has ever seen. Did you know Brazil has its own version of Roswell? But with more witnesses who even came out immediately after the incident, people who saw the beings, and one was even captured by a policeman who later died when his immune system was compromised. Did you know there is a case where cylindrical UFOs harassed an entire city to the point its citizens couldn't take it anymore and took it upon themselves and knocked on the governor's door? when turned involved the Brazilian Air Force and even experienced a close encounter of the third kind. This and much more coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas and you're listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. right here on the very test show is supplied by the independent artists from jamendo.com if you hear a song you like go over to our homepage veritasshow.com click on the guest look up the song and download it you can even buy the group's cds in many cases right there at jamendo.com This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to Veritas. A.J. Javaird 
better known in the United States as A.J. Givard, studied chemistry in several universities in Brazil. In 1986, he quit his career as a chemistry teacher to research flying saucers full-time. A.J. is the founder and editor of the Brazilian UFO magazine. He is also founder and director of the Brazilian Center for Flying Saucer Research, the largest organization of its type in South America. With over 1,200 members, for over two decades, he has been the only full-time UFO researcher in Brazil. In 1983, he was appointed by Dr. J. Allen Hynek to be representative of the Center of UFO Studies, CUFOs, in Brazil. AJ is the creator of the group UFOs, Freedom of Information Now. He heads this Brazilian committee of UFO researchers that has recently examined secret UFO documents in Brazil's official military UFO disclosure. And directly from our Veritas virtual studio in Curitiba, Paraná, Brazil, I would like to welcome one of the foremost researchers and publishers on the planet, a champion in every sense of the word for disclosure, and someone who has been working in the trenches to force disclosure for decades. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Givard. Hello, AJ, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hello, Mel. Thank you very much for this introduction. Uh, actually, it's a kind of a lot of things. I'm not that much, but I try to do my best here to to get people to know more about UFOs. That's very humble. AJ, you are known worldwide. I'm glad that we finally made contact for over a year now. Some of your fans around the world have been contacting me asking, when are you going to interview AJ? So we finally made contact. So I'm glad that, that we are here. Yeah, I'm glad too. Thank you very much for inviting me and for having me in your show. It's great to have you on, AJ. I can't help but notice that when we start talking about countries, with a preponderance of sightings. Invariably, Brazil always comes in the top countries. As a hotspot of UFOs, what makes Brazil so different than other countries in, say, South America? I have been asking you this same question over and over in my many trips around the world where I go to either to lecture or to investigate cases. What makes Brazil different? Well, I don't know. I don't have a definite uh, answer to that. But I guess that one of the uh, characteristics that makes Brazil different, I don't, I don't mean special, but different is that here, most people, as well as in other countries in South America, uh, most people have this natural way of seeing the UFO phenomenon. We started investigating this very early I mean, we, the, the whole community in Brazil, like in the 40s, we started investigating UFOs. And unlike in any United States, we didn't have any secrecy at the beginning. Now, you remember that just after Roswell, which was in the 40s, late 40s, it was started a series of uh, politics moves to cover up the UFO information. And this discouraged a lot of people to investigate UFOs, and a lot of people who were seeing UFOs in the United States uh, were discouraged to come forward and to describe what they have seen, because they would not be taken serious. There was a big political military movement against the UFO reality in the 40s, in the 50s, and in the 60s in the United States. And unlike that, in Brazil and most countries of South, South America, Except for a period of time 
in late 60s and early 70s when we had military dictatorships here, except for that period of time, and in the 40s, the activities in the 60s, we didn't have any secrecy at all. We didn't have anything to suppress information. So people would come forward and tell what they have seen, and they wouldn't be ridicularized, they wouldn't be laughed at. And, and for instance, Mel, Brazil was, was actually the first country in the world to officially recognize the UFO phenomenon. It happened in 1952. Now, lots of people think that French in 1976 was the first country to recognize officially the UFO phenomenon. It was not. At least 15 years before, in Brazil, in 1952, a man, a colonel named João Adil de Oliveira, which was one of the top officers in Brazil, he was absolutely convinced that the UFO phenomenon was something for real. And he took a trip to the United States to get more information. Uh, mates at the U.S. Air Force, and he got a lot of, of information, and he came back to Brazil, he assembled a meeting of reporters from several newspapers and uh, several magazines at that time. Can you imagine that? In 1952, people from society, people from all sorts of lights, people, military people, uh, socialites, uh, celebrities, uh, authorities, and the, the place was crowded with over a thousand people and he declared in all full words, the UFO phenomena is very serious and we are taking care of this business, investigating it as deep as we possibly can. This was admitted back in 1952 by a military in Brazil. Now, this, this uh, this set of things make, makes Brazil different. And if you look into Argentina uh, or Chile, Peru, uh, Ecuador, Bolivia and Paraguay, I wouldn't say much because these are very poor countries, but Colombia and a few other countries in South America and even uh, in Central America, you will find almost the same uh, uh, behavior, the same idea about the UFO phenomenon. We are pretty open about it here. Now, 1952 is such a significant date for, I'm speaking from the perspective of, of an American, because as you probably remember, well, not remember because you were not born, nor, nor was I, the 1952 flyover over the capital in the United States. Now, is this something that there there's an actual recording of this military person saying that the UFO phenomena is serious? Oh, yes. Not a recording, but this was uh, watched, and this was, uh, and the audience was about a thousand people. It was published in the newspapers at that time, all newspapers, and especially a magazine, which has a very, had, used to have a very large circulation in Brazil called the Cruzeiro. It was the same magazine that in the in the fifties in the sixties published a lot of information about UFOs. Now at that time, this circulation was this magazine had a circulation larger than many magazines today, because one of its major subject would be the UFO, and when the cover carries something about UFOs, and then 
uh, you would have a lot of acceptance from the people. And, and this magazine covered the, the colonel speech in full. You can find it over the internet, either uh, in Portuguese or in English. It, is, it has been translated uh, in several languages because this is a milestone. This is something very big, very powerful that happened at that time. Absolutely. It's, it's a, definitely a milestone. And uh, you may know that in the United States, after Roswell, the uh, when the CIA became an institution, a renegade institution, as, as uh, our former president Eisenhower said, it, it, they started a, a, an approach of ridicule. Of of uh, of uh, making people feel embarrassed to even talk about this, and from the term "flying saucer," it turned to UFO. You know, it, 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 something that that makes people cringe when they hear it. You know, little green man, etc. So a lot of people don't talk about this. Not only that, but the CIA. Some people have said that they own some of the tabloid newspapers, like the the uh, National Enquirer. For example, is another example of the approach that the government has in order to keep the taps on the UFO phenomena. But what you're telling me is that in South America, and in Brazil, uh, Chile, Venezuela, Colombia, the larger countries, it seems to be a little bit more open in terms of of of, uh, of admitting of acknowledging this. But in the case of Brazil, a few years ago, you spearheaded a, 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 a group of people to force the government to acknowledge. And I believe you accomplished some of this with the Air Force. Am I right? Yes, so you are right. We started back in March 2004 a campaign, civilian campaign, asking the government to come, clo- to come open about it and to disclose its documents. We collected over 70,000 subscriptions, uh, actually signatures in a petition uh, that from people who would uh, support our idea. And we, we have several websites all over the country publishing the terms of this campaign over and over and over and sending email messages to lots of people. So going to the press and doing a lot of noise. This is what we do, a lot of noise and then we finally, on, uh, on January 2005, we got the military attentions. And someone called me at my office. Uh, I was living in Campo Grande by that time. And when I answered the phone, was this, uh, this, this guy from the Brazilian Air Force, a spokesman from the Brazilian Air Force, a colonel also called Marco Federico. And he asked me, a few information about what we intended to achieve with our campaign, and then he informed me that he and the Brazilian Air Force Command was fully aware of what we are asking, and that they considered our our request fair, and the 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 commander of Brazilian Air Force instructed this gentleman to tell me that we, I mean, me and my team, the Brazilian Committee of UFO Researchers, we were invited to go to Brasilia, the federal capital, Mm -hmm. to visit the headquarters of the Brazilian Air Force, to see the Raiders Raiders room, 
the archives room, meetings room, the situation rooms. It- Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.